Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The Sports Grid Network. Everyone and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. In this episode of the podcast, we are going to be doing our roster management show. So this is where we take a look at the waiver wire, and we also are going to look at streaming options for quarterback, tight end, kicker, and defensive special teams. Really just getting you set up for everything that you need to set your starting lineup in week three. Starting with the waiver wire, uh, it seemed as if we were going to actually have some difference makers come out this week with James Conner limping off with a knee injury. However, uh, most recent reports are that he thinks he's going to be ready for week three. So I'm putting in some bids on Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell, but they are certainly much smaller bids than they were for someone like Raheem Mostert last week. Uh, Darwin Thompson would be another absolutely top waiver wire addition. If he is out there on your waiver wire right now, LaShawn McCoy left the week two game with an ankle sprain and Damian Williams also left with a knee injury. Now we have not gotten an update on Damian Williams. We have gotten an update on LaShawn McCoy, which basically said he avoided a high ankle sprain. I actually don't know if he is going to be active in week three. I think probably more likely than not. Uh, Another top ad, and I really cannot believe I'm saying this, but it is Frank Gore. There are a lot of us out there who did the zero running back strategy, and maybe we are having a tough time at running back right now. Certainly, there are. Uh, I have a team in the Fantasy Football Players Championship with half a million dollars to first place, where I'm really heavily considering. Uh, well, I don't even know if Frank Gore is out there, but if he is, he would be someone that I would want to add because Devin Singletary limped off with a hamstring injury in Sunday's win over the Giants. Frank Gore basically played, uh, you know, just a vast majority of these snaps other than Devin Singletary and TJ Yeldon didn't play at all. In terms of top waiver priorities, I think they are all members of the Kansas City Chiefs. Darwin Thompson, Demarcus Robinson, and McCole Hardman. I would put McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson kind of as contingency bids of one another. And if you guys remember, we were actually pretty interested in Demarcus Robinson and McCole Hardman in uh, last week's edition of the waiver wire. And Darwin Thompson has been someone that we have been advocating to hold onto your roster as is your running back target for quite a while. But all of these guys are worth ads. I don't see, there's no home run bid this week. So there's no Raheem Mostert. There's no, you know, Giovanni Bernard if Joe Mixon was going to miss some time. And I guess I should mention that uh, if John Ross, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Greg Olson, Raheem Mostert, or Malcolm Brown are out there in your league, those are guys who definitely should be rostered in 12-team leagues. So at the top, I don't actually think this is a great week on the wire. However, there are a ton of borderline guys who I do think are ads. Debo Samuel had seven targets and two rushing attempts in this game uh, against Cincinnati. He did not play a ton of time simply because they got up by a lot, but I think he is a decent add. You know, someone maybe to 10 to 13% of your fab. Personally, I'm not super excited about him, but I think he might be a, a good trade candidate. So someone you could get, sell after a good game. Then we have a crew of wide receivers, DJ Shark, James Washington, Nelson Aguilar, and Golden Tate. Uh, 
that's more or less the order that I would rank them in. Egalor is likely, Egalor and JJ Arcega Whiteside are likely to really only be kind of bi week fillers uh, as their teammates are injured. Shark, though, I think could be a real difference maker this year. Uh, through two weeks of the season, he's been much more productive than D.D. Westbrook. He leads the team in air yards, receiving yards, touchdown, and has the av- highest average depth of target with both Foles and Gardner Minshew in at quarterback. Shark is a former high draft pick. I actually think there's a very good chance. Uh, you know, I-, I think Shark could be a top 24 wide receiver in fantasy this year. James Washington, not as high on him, but he was college teammates with uh, new Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph. I, you know, I, I don't want to tell you that you guys should spend your free free agent acquisition budget dollars, you know, just based on that. But he has basically replaced Dante Moncrief, played way more snaps. Moncrief uh, just was sent to the bench for James Washington, and the Steelers did play a ton of ten personnel in this game against the Seahawks. So. All of that is good for James Washington. If Carlos Hyde is on your waiver wire, he's another guy who I think is fairly interesting because he had 20 carries last week and uh, he's owned in only 43% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. I don't think that he is a league winner, a season winner, anything like that, but I do think that in any sort of game where the Texans are, you know, 7 to 10 point favorites, he's going to be a pretty strong play in those games. He has 30 carries through two games, but only one target. Duke Johnson's still clearly the running back you'd rather own, but at this point, I do think Hyde should be owned in pretty much every 12-team league, you know, outside of extenuating circumstances. Uh, Peyton Barber is a guy who I saw dropped in a few leagues. He was dropped in my FFPC main event league after a bad week one. Then in week two, he led running backs uh, in Tampa Bay in both snaps and touches. Dare Ogunbowale played only 14 snaps. Uh, Ronald Jones played only seven snaps. So we definitely think that Peyton Barber is another guy who is probably, I mean, he's probably owned in your league. You know, you listening to this, you probably are playing in a more competitive league, but uh, not a guy that should really be out there on the wire, seeing as he is, you know, he is a starting running back at this point. And then Golden Tate, a guy I mentioned earlier, uh, with uh, Daniel Jones taking over at quarterback for the Giants and Jones returning in two weeks from suspension. He is now closer to a guy who should be rostered in most leagues. Now, finally, the guys who are uh, deep league targets and bench stashes, Randall Cobb and Devin Smith with Michael Gallup out two to four weeks with his knee injury. I don't think either one of these guys will become an immediate difference maker. I think the running backs are going to see more targets over the next two weeks. The Dallas Cowboys average depth of target probably scales back a little bit over that time frame. Cobb, however, uh, you know, he he looks pretty good. He uh, he has been involved in the first two games that the Cowboys have played. Devin Smith had a 54-yard touchdown in Week 2 against Washington, uh, and he's pretty much going to be an every-down player. We think that it's going to be a like-for-like replacement, Devin Smith for Michael Gallup, but I don't think Smith will earn anything like the targets. We have Keyshawn Johnson and Demir Bird. It was Keyshawn Johnson who lost to Michael Crabtree in snaps, but Demir Bird, back-to-back weeks of being a starting outside wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. I I think he should be owned in 14 team leagues. I think deeper 12 team leagues. He is worth a roster spot. Arizona, uh, now two weeks of back-to-back over 40 pass attempts. So there's just going to be targets to be had. And Demir Bird looks like a guy who's going to be getting them. Preston Williams, not a guy I have any personal interest in adding, but Williams does seem like he is going to be the most productive player in this offense and is their only wide receiver to have scored a touchdown in this short season. He was a really productive player at Colorado State, 
And, uh, you know, if I'm going to choose him, Devontae Parker, uh, Jakeem Grant, any of them to do something with the targets they are getting, uh, it's pretty much going to be Preston Williams. Now, these are the super deep target ads, uh, basically looking ahead to week four and beyond. Jeff Wilson, Alfred Morris, TJ Yeldon, and Darrell Williams. These are like 16-team league ads. Alfred Morris, are uh, they, the Cowboys are 20-point favorites at home to the Dolphins. I think maybe he could get like 10 carries in this game. So that would be, you know, if you're playing in a 16-team league, uh, a really deep 14-team league, I think Alfred Morris, if he is active, might actually get some work this week. Uh, TJ Yeldon is an ad because if Singletary misses multiple weeks, I would think that Yeldon is going to become the Bills' primary passing down back instead of Frank Gore. Jeff Williams had a pretty good stat line in Week 2. Uh, he had 10 carries, 2 touchdowns, but he really wasn't a part of the regular game plan. Vultured the touchdown early and then was out there. Uh, when the 49ers were up 30 points, but you know, uh, he's really, he's an ankle injury away from 10 to 13 touches a game being his median projection. So uh, he could replace Mostert pretty easily. Then finally, Darrell Williams. I think he is a super sneaky ad. If in fact, LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams are both injured, Darrell Williams probably is going to get touches this week against Baltimore, and they might actually give him more touches than they would give the sixth round rookie, Darwin Thompson. Uh, so that is that is our general look at the waiver wire. Some other guys who should probably be mentioned, Josh Allen is uh, you know not super owned, especially on NFL.com. He's about 30 percent owned given uh, whatever random fantasy site you were on. He is just, he's going to be a top 12 quarterback as long as he is healthy. Uh, so I think if you, if maybe if you have Cam Newton, if you just lost Drew Brees or Ben Roethlisberger, I think Josh Allen is the guy you want to add. And I would, I would spend up to 15% of my budget to get Josh Allen in a league where I was hurting at quarterback. Um, not a ton else out there at wide receiver. And then finally, Will Disley. He caught five passes for 50 yards and two touchdowns in his win at Pittsburgh. I don't think Disley is a very good player. However, you know, just anyone who is breathing at tight end is probably worthy of being ran out there as a potential starter. And now uh, let's go ahead and look at some streaming options, starting at the quarterback position. Of course, the first guy, and this guy is just this guy is just going to be mentioned all year at quarterback, but it's going to be Matthew Stafford. It's not a particularly great matchup, but he's generally the best quarterback that is out there on most people's waiver wire uh, against Philadelphia. Basically just a game where he's going to throw a lot of attempts. Uh, I mean, the best streaming quarterback this week is Josh Allen, who's only owned in 41% of leagues. This game is against Cincinnati. Uh, they've given up two great quarterback games. Russell Wilson was hyper-efficient against them. Jimmy Garoppolo beat them up pretty good. So those are the two top streaming quarterbacks. Outside of that, there are a lot of guys that you are going to be able to choose from this week. We have Kobe Brissett at home to Atlanta. We have uh, Gard the Gardner Minshew experience. I would not play him at home in a Thursday night game. That's going to be a pretty ground-heavy game for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Then we also have the new options. Uh, Daniel Jones, who is going to be playing at Tampa Bay. Mason Rudolph at San Francisco. And Luke Falk who's going to be playing at New England. Don't think any of those guys are particularly strong streaming options, but, you know, just thought I would mention them out there for you guys. I had no idea how deep some of the leagues you guys play in. 
Tight end streaming, uh, I, I really hope that you guys have a way to access Greg Olson at Arizona. He's 62% owned on Yahoo, so he would be someone I would be trying to pick up this week, and he could definitely be like a multi-week starter at the tight end position. But of course, the classic streaming candidate this week is going to be Jason Witten. He is owned in 16% of Yahoo leagues. He gets the home matchup against Miami. Michael Gallup is not going to be active for this game. So Jason Witten, pretty clearly to me, the best streamer. He has eight targets and two touchdowns through two games. Looks like he's close to a 50 to 60% of the snaps style player for the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, you know, that, that's just a good streaming option. So if you are if you are kind of stuck at the tight end position, I would really look no further than Jason Witten. Uh, Jason Witten is not out there. Tyler Eifert is owned in only 9% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, he has eight receptions and 10 targets through two games, scored a touchdown last week. Um, with A.J. Green out, he really is going to be the top option for the Cincinnati Bengals in the red zone, and I think those things have bared themselves out. Uh, looking at the defensive options, this is a, a little bit of a, a tricky week because of the quarterback switches that we've had, uh, so that's just always going to throw things in flux, you know, just ever so slightly. Uh, so I'm not seeing a ton of, like, there. there is no, uh, you know, there's no jump on someone against Miami because everyone has had the Dallas defense rostered for uh, for quite some time. I think the Carolina Panthers at Arizona are a, a relatively interesting one just because they're going to face so many passing attempts. Um, that that certainly would be that certainly would be one that was uh, semi high on my radar. Washington at home to the Bears. The issue that you're going to have with Washington playing at home to Chicago is that uh, what the Bears did last week was they just completely limited uh, they just completely limited the pass attempts that Mitch Trubisky had. And so w- what we're really trying to do when we're streaming defenses is we are trying to find a, a way to face as many pass attempts as possible. We have our kicking streamers, and my favorite guy that I've been touting on these shows has been none other than Austin Seibert, who had 13 points on Monday night. Uh, he was, you know, just phenomenal for the Browns, just like I thought he was going to be. Boomer sooner, but of course, you know, he is a kicker on a good offense, and this week he's going to be playing at home to the Los Angeles Rams. That's going to project to be a high-scoring game. Same goes for Zane Gonzalez, who already has 23 fantasy points through two weeks, and we've already seen Cliff Cowardsbury. Uh, he just absolutely loves to kick these field goals. I, I don't know why. I don't know why he won't use his uh, stud quarterback and try and generate some more points, but Zane Gonzalez and Austin Seibert combined, they are owned in less than 10% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. I think both of them are just incredibly strong ads this week. I think Dan Bailey, who's playing at home to Oakland, is another really strong ad in terms of streaming kickers. Uh, he's likely going to be a top 12 projected kicker this week. Our boy Joey Sly is playing at Arizona. 28 fantasy points through two weeks for him. The Panthers offense, uh, you know, they're able to move the ball a little bit. Finishing drives is definitely a different story. So those guys right there are our top streaming kickers of the week. Joey Sly, Dan Bailey, Zane Gonzalez, Austin Seibert, all of those guys uh, we want to add this week and uh, are comfortable starting them in our fantasy leagues. So that is going to do it for our week three roster management show, going through the waiver wires uh, and then also doing streaming options for quarterback, tight end, defensive special teams, and kicker. Please make sure to check out rotoexperts.com for 
for more content. Uh, check out the Fantasy Football Workshop, which just came out today. And uh, we will be back tomorrow.